Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone. Happy week six of the program. Happy Tuesday. Hello, Anna. How are you? Hi, good. I'm just noticing you're like, gorgeous professionally done makeup hair all this stuff you're just so glam I wish I put more makeup on for myself <laughs> smoke and mirrors smoke and mirrors so this week we are um we're behind the scenes and we're shooting a bunch of videos um to get ready for our next group as we always do we're always leveling up we're always tweaking the information we're always talking about how can we better help our members how can we help them understand the information how can i present it in the way that people can understand what the heck i'm talking about i'm going some of the old scripts and videos and i'm like man was i drunk when i wrote those <laughs> yeah. on the phone you know it i could picture the whole thing in the robe on the phone right but it's all with good intentions right progress over perfection yeah, and I think I am learning so much by, you know, just really trying to really understand what people need in order to learn. And as you know, people learn differently, they absorb the information differently, hence the book and the app and the posts and these kinds of conversations, which I think are so important to the process. But I, I'm not, I'm far from perfect, man. I'm always, it's progress over perfection for me as well. <laughs> Okay, Listen, so, I think that that's why I fit in so well, because it's progress over perfection for me too. You know, at the end of the day, we're all just trying to level up and we're all trying to do this amazing thing for people and like yeah. for it to be accessible to people. So listen, if, if we can get, you always say, you know, if we can get it out there, even, even if like, if we're going to always give what we can, even yes. if it's not going to be perfect, because yeah. at the end it's going to be helping somebody get past that finish line. Right. So you know, I think, it's I think about this a lot in knowing what I know now and where we're at now. I don't know if I could do it again, because I think I would just be paralyzed with the need to be perfect with all of it. You know, like I, I would just second guess all of it. I would make sure it was all perfect before I put it out there. And like, even with our app, like it's so far from perfect. I mean, I think it's pretty amazing what we've done, but I, th I think I'd rather put it out there and have it help people, even if it's not exactly where I want it to be. And literally this whole program and process has been built on that concept. Like I have this program that I knew works. I'm like, how can I, you know, make sure it works to people in a takeaway form? I mean, this is the whole the whole story behind these groups. And here we are 17 groups later. And I don't even think we're just getting started. Like, I think we're just like, you know what I mean? Like we've done this much of all the things that I want to do. Um, progress over perfection. Let's talk about that because this is our second week of downsizing. And I know after the first week of downsizing, everyone's always like, I could have done that better in hindsight. Should I go back? You know, and this week is your opportunity to kind of not redo, but to do it again in the ways that you wanted to do it last time, right? Like the time is now to get this done. Yeah, my theme is always push yourself because, you know, there's only one week of downsizing left. Yeah. This is the last week. This is where you just do it. And there's there's going to be more tweaks coming up the pipeline and you just want to make sure that you're, you're maximizing to the best yeah. of your ability. I mean, if you want to take the relaxed approach and you want to do relaxed and you're okay with the scale not moving at a super rapid pace, by all means, do your yeah. thing, you know, but yeah. if you really do want to, you know, get to that end goal, you really want to get to where you want to be, then you, you've got to put the work in. And 
that goes with downsizing. We know the best part is that we had a practice round. Yeah. We all had our practice <laughs> round of downsizing, right? So whether we think we rocked it or whether we think that we could have done a lot better, at least we have that data and now we can kind of run with it, right? Like, and that's what we need to do. That whole progress of our perfection. Don't, you know, be pissed off that you didn't do a great job last week. Now just move forward and do an amazing job this week, right? Yeah. Okay. So we've heard from you in how, you know, your first program, you didn't lose until like week seven. So what kind of like, what, where was your head at? Were you thinking like, especially after the scale wasn't moving, were you like, oh, I could have done that better. Like, how did you just keep it moving forward? And did you also want to go back? Did you want to repeat steps? Did you, do you know what I mean? Do you, were you yeah. constantly in a state of thinking that you could have done, could have, should have done that better? Yes, definitely. When it comes to downsizing, yes, because yeah. I, you know, there was some fear in there, right? Mm -hmm. Downsizing brings fear. And I think we know that very, very well. It, there was a bit of fear of like, what do I do when I'm hungry? Oh my God, I'm hungry. Like, what am I going to do? And it's not even about being hungry. It's being less than satisfied. But because we're so used to that instant gratification of getting what we need when we want it, I want it now, this is what's going to happen. It leaves you with a bit of like a void and you're like, huh. I don't know if this is very comfortable, but you know, that's where you have to be a bit uncomfortable, right? My husband just said this the other day. I think he saw, he's been following a lot of like self-help type of things on, uh, on Instagram and stuff. And he, he, I have it on a post-it. If you're uncomfortable, it just means you're growing. Yes. Well, how fitting is that? Right? Like, yeah. it's like those, you know, like you have the, the, the growing pains and all that stuff. That's exactly what it is. Be yes. uncomfortable, be happy to be uncomfortable. You're not going to make a massive change like this without feeling uncomfortable. That doesn't mean that you can't, you know, kind of, oh, I feel uncomfortable. That kind of sucks. You know, you can do that once in a while, but at the end of the day, you're doing this for a, the greater good. It's just, yeah. it's way bigger than just this one moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're all here to pursue change. And in the pursuit of change, you're going to have to make change. You're going to have to, you know, step outside of your comfort zone. You're going to have to do things that you are not used to. And we are so wired to just doing the things that we are comfortable with. And I mean, that's a lot of what your habits are all about, just your kind of comfort level. And in order to create new habits, you're going to have to step out of that comfort zone. You're going to have to sit in that kind of uncomfortable feeling until that new thing that you're doing becomes your new norm. And I, and I think that's one of the things with this program though, is we're always switching things up and we're approaching weight loss from a variety of different angles. So as soon as you get used to doing one thing, we're going to be moving it along and we're going to switch it up to something else. Okay. Yeah, so but that's so great. And at the end, you know, you're, it's so surprising how comfortable it gets so yes. soon. It's yes. like the four questions that I always bring up in every spill of tea. Cause I really I look back on my journey and I wish I was hammered in those four questions, to be yeah. honest. That's why I keep saying that, right? Like, these are the yeah. things that I wish I knew. I always try to kind of give you what I kind of, you know, sure. lived or whatever, but yeah. so quickly, like you're asking those questions. You're like, oh my God. Okay. Am I, am I hungry? What am I doing? You know what I mean? You're asking your questions, but then you're so quick to be like, oh my God, that I'm so comfortable with it now that I know exactly what, what, where I'm at, you know? And I think that where we're at in this program with these members is they are very comfortably in tune with their body. I'm surprised actually, as I'm going through the members and, you know, people are really taking those four questions seriously and mm. really listening to their body when it comes to like sickness or exercise or anything like that. Like this group specifically is like, 
rocking it in that way of getting out of their comfort zone. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely good there, right? Like there's definitely positive there. Yeah. I was just going to ask you what the whole theme, like, where are people at, you know, what's the conversation that's happening, but you, you just reminded me like I, cause this is the 17th group and, you know, I think people are, are comfortable with like being in tune, the mind body connection, you know, self-help books and stuff. Like it's becoming more mainstream in terms of conversations. When I first started doing the program, I would never talk about how this is a, like a process in self-love, constantly showing up and, and putting your attention and energy towards yourself. And, you know, now fast forward many years later, there's a whole body positivity movement. It's, you know, everyone's talking about self-love and all of that. And at the time it felt really like I wasn't sure how people were going to react to it. And especially with those four questions, like, I, you know, I was nervous and a lot of people were like, come, come on, like, what is this? You know? And that's where I got to explain it it's no different than you know if you've ever you know drank that alcohol or ate that thing and it gave you food poisoning or alcohol poisoning and you were so sick from it just the thought of it you're just like no i'll never touch it again like that's the kind of mind body connection we're talking about your body's so smart it knows what works for it what doesn't work for it it also knows when to eat what to eat and how much to eat we just got so disconnected from that but i think people are are more open to that conversation and allowing themselves to be more in tune and really realizing, even though there's thousands of self-help books and, you know, um, and meditations and how to be in the moment, like this is just asking those four questions. It's all about being in the moment, being in tune and aware of your body's needs and how the choices you're making are affecting you. And I, I think that's what it is. It's just people are, are more used to it and maybe open to it. Cause you know, we always talk about this. Each group has its thing. We're like, wow, this group is really on this, but this group's really on that. And you think that that's what's happening with this group? I think it is for sure. And just to bring it back, you know, think about it. I was a nurse and, and for me, Western medicine was it. You have a headache, you take a Tylenol. If you have this, you do this. Like yeah. it was very like black and white. And I, it honestly, if it was sold to me in a way that it was like, oh, mind body connection. I don't know if I would have bought into it, to be honest. So I think that there is some merit to what you're saying is that it is definitely more mainstream and people are more aware of it. But the best part is that that's not the massive concentration. I mean, yes, that's a massive part of it. And it is an important part of it because yeah. that's what we're doing is getting in tune with our body, but we're learning about ourselves. We're learning about how, what we're eating, how our food choices affect our bodies. Like it's much yeah. more than just, you know, it is more mainstream, but it's still not explained. People are still like, oh, mind body connection and just throwing those words out there. Yes. We are actually tangibly getting that mind body connection. Yes. This is something totally different. And I don't know, you know, if it was, if you introduce the four questions week, week one or prep week, I don't know. I don't know where I would be at. I'm going to be very honest. I don't <laughs> know because I was very like Tylenol, not really into the whole holistic mind body connection thing you know but then yeah. once week three came which was the fourth week of the program I was ready for it because at that point I couldn't shut my body up because I already had seen all the great things that you know my body how it was reacting to the food plan I was already feeling those things so by the time you had brought them up I was already resonating yeah you know what I mean so I was just like oh that's what that is and that's why it was so important right so interesting I think also a lot of people early on don't even trust their bodies, let alone want to be in tune with it. <laughs> like, fuck this bitch, man. I don't want to be in tune with this. Totally. Body. Who's, I don't even know her anymore. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so um, so so I love that people are. Oh, there's my dog Jasmine. Oh, I know she's up. That's nice. I'm glad she's up. Oh, she's I've been on, thinking about her. Talk about medicine. She's taking a bunch of anti-anxiety medication. My dog just had um surgery for cancer. And she was so anxious the last, like the first few days that she was home, she didn't sleep, huffing, puffing, whining. And then we thought that's not normal. So we got her some anti-anxiety meds and she was just out. She was oh, just so good. So she probably needed it. Yeah. She's finally really calming down. Anyway, I digress. Let's talk about um, this week. Um, I know Chantel is going to join us. I want to hear from her and her story. And of course, we're going to talk about feeding the metabolism next week. But let's just kind of recap this week. Um, where are people at? Um, what's What's the focus? What are they struggling with? Give it to me. I think that the mind body connection part of it, again, this, this round compared to last or the, the times before, don't get me wrong, that not that nobody did it, but it's just, I feel like it's so much more on the forefront. I'm not sure if, if the conversation changed, maybe, you know, even the addition of Rebecca's mindfulness questions and really mm -hmm. walking through that, that mm -hmm. could have made a big impact, you know, but yep. I am noticing the conversation is really about listening to your body. Even the questions that are being asked are very geared to listening to the body. So mm -hmm. I love that. I think that that's like, that's a win in yeah. my books, you know, because I think that the closer we get to that connection, the more, the more you're going to end up getting to your goals and you're going to do it faster. I mean, yeah. there is, there is times, you know, in the group, there are people who are, you know, having their indulgences, like we talked about last week, you know, where, you know, I, I recognize that I'm not doing all the things, but I'm not seeing any results. Like we do still get that. Um, but the best part about that is, is that you're still showing up. So yes. even if you aren't doing all the things you're still learning. And again, progress over perfection, the theme of today's spill the tea, right? You have to just keep showing up and it's all going to kind of layer on top of each other. Maybe you're not ready for the full Monty. Maybe you got to give it a minute. You know what I mean? And we're going to work through it because some issues are deeper than others. And we just need to make sure that we're, we're doing what, what we can, you know? Also, sometimes it's about recognizing you're not doing all the things to either be okay with that or recognize you want to start doing all the things like you need to kind of know where you are at to know, you know, how you want to, you know, move forward with this process. Some people are okay. They're like, I, I'm doing good. I, I'm just going at my own pace. I don't need to do all the things and maximize, but they're also probably not writing on themselves about the scale. They're like, I'm feeling better and sleeping better. The weight will come. But then the problem is, is that when you are putting that pressure on yourself to see that movement on the scale, but you know, darn well, you're not doing all the things. I think that's why some people will come and say, you know, I don't know what, you know, I, I know I'm not doing all the things, but you know, I'm really frustrated with the scale, not moving. I think sometimes people just want to be told, yeah, because they like, do all the things you want the scale to move do all the things yeah know? and sometimes people might not even recognize it until they say it right yes. like they they totally say it and they're like then they read back after they pressed enter and they're like oh I kind of answered my own question there didn't I you know <laughs> some people do say that then they'll post it and then they'll come back and be like I totally just answered my own question but to your point sometimes you just need to say it out loud sometimes when I say things out loud I'm just like did I really just say that what am I thinking yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, remember my first round, I wrote you a message, a DM that you didn't get for a year and a half or whatever. Right. But just <laughs> writing the whole story. Right. 
So I wrote Gina, just really quickly, I wrote Gina a DM my first few weeks of the program. I was like, I'm going to be hardcore. I'm going to be hardcore. And I think I was fighting with David or some shit. And I was like, I, I text, I DM'd Gina and I'm like, I don't know, this stress is really getting my scale up. I was doing so well. And how is it going to put me back? And, you know, really kind of like just working through my own feelings. Okay. I got a message a year and a half later from her like socials team. And I had already worked with her and I was already working there. And then I, I, working I, for us, <laughs> your daughter writes back and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. You're not feeling well or whatever, like blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, no, I'm feeling fine. I'm, I work with you. I hope you don't think I'm crazy. Okay. Thanks so much. But the whole point of that story is that just saying it and just putting it out there sometimes yeah. is, is all somebody needs. Like yes. it really, it's like when you're meeting with a friend for a coffee, oftentimes it's not the advice that you're seeking. Sometimes it is, don't get me wrong, yeah. but oftentimes it's just you working through it yes. out loud, oh. right? I am the queen, <laughs> Stoney. I am the queen of working through my shit out loud. I talk it over and over and over. <laughs> this is also, I know this is why you don't DM us to ask questions. If you want to get your question answered, ask it in the group. Otherwise, we've been all over that. You wouldn't have had to wait for a year. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm okay. I, I promise I'm stable. <laughs> well, no, really true. <laughs> But I didn't need the answer. I didn't need the answer. I just needed to recognize it in myself. And sometimes yeah. what we just need to do is, and, and if it means, you know, asking for the support in the group from the program specialist, we're here for you. We're going to be there. We're always going to be your cheerleaders. That's not even a question about it. Right. Yeah. But, but sometimes it really just takes like, use that end of the day reflection. Yes. Just Huge, right. Put your yeah. intentions on your, on the question of the day, do all that because Sometimes, like I'm not a big journaler. I'm going to be very honest with you. I I yeah, think journaling. There's so many benefits to it, but I'm not very great at it personally, you know. But if it's just to shoot a quick message, you know, or whatever, just to put it out there, just to put it out in the universe, even if it's to your your own text message chat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just writing it out and really putting it out there, like with no judgment and some freeness, I think yeah. can take you a long way for you to really organize yourself. Well, this is the first group where we started the end of day reflections from the get-go. I mean, it could be that kind of self-reflection that's really helping people to be in tune with their needs, you know? Well, who knows? We, we're always leveling up things, but I, lo I love hearing that. Okay, what else? Where else are people at? Where are they, what are they talking about this week? Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of, there's definitely a lot of questions. I have just things that I'm, it's really the in tune with the bodies, you know, some, some indulgences. That's, that's kind of where I'm at, right? Like yeah. I know that, there's the, this camp that's really digging deep. I think that most people are really digging deep into it, um, really becoming in tune with their body. But then, you know, there is that other camp, like I said, that kind of keeps letting it in, kind of not, you know, and I don't know, maybe I'm part of that camp a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> I do. I mean, you know, I'm here, I'm here towards the end of my journey. Um, I've been on it for a really long time. And even I have a lot to work on almost a hundred pounds down. And I feel like there's still so much for me to work on because of how deep my deep rooted, my food issues and associations were, I still see it. I still see my old self, you know, I'll never get back to where I was, but I still see it. And I'd really like to kind of work through that. And I think that that's where people are at. People are, are where they are in capacity. Everything's open now. Mm. It's, you know, there's, there's so many people are, are, 
out and about with their families meeting up, you know, and, and there's times that things are let in and, and here and there. And as long as, as long as you're not going back and berating yourself, like you always say, like, as long as you're not going back and being like, no, no, no. Why did you do that? I feel so bad. This is so bad for you. As long as you're moving forward and learning from what you're doing. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. That's all part of your own journey. And that might not look like somebody else's journey, you know, but you're going to do it at your own pace. And at the end, you're, you're still going to end up at the finish line, just like the other. Right. Yeah. What about the messy middle? Because you know, this is the point in the program can feel like, Oh my gosh, it's taking forever. Like I'm never going to get there. Like, you know, you and I both know like the last few weeks of the program fly by. So it just, you know, that you go from that messy middle to done. So like the time is now to show up, but where are people with a messy middle conversation? Well, haven't we been having a lot of conversations behind the scene as a management team um, about the messy middle? Honestly, I think that that is actually something that's a little different in this group where, you know, last week specifically, which is it's to me, it's really surprising because we had downsizing and then last week was eat to satisfaction and maximizing. And then we're back to downsizing. But last week, like I would almost think that that kind of like messy middle lull would be done in the downsizing weeks versus this maximizing week you know I yeah. think that I think that we all because the world is open up again we all kind of just want to be where we're, we want to be you know yeah. we want to snap back out of it and go back to normal right yes and and it's not a reality at the end of the day we have to put in the work we have to do what we can to get back to reality and sometimes we're not as easy on ourselves and we set our expectations too high it's like that calendar where you keep xing out oh i have this much to lose in this amount of time like sometimes yeah. i think that our expectations are a little bit a little bit out there right like just because we really want to get back to normal it's just been so abnormal for so long that we're just trying so hard to get back to normal i'm feeling like that i'm feeling that with my goals in my own life i've been saying to tony like is what's taking so long how come it's taking so long and i think you're right it's that pressure of like it's go time again like things are opening up again like let's get back to it's like our time out is done all of that extra time where we had all that extra time but we didn't have the capacity for it and you know now that you know the the time is ticking except on my hour clock which for some reason does not move and i don't know why oh that is weird why isn't it moving i don't know why I don't know. Talk about time. I, I don't know if I told this story. So I went to I went to HomeSense and we'll get bring Chantel on in a second. I went to HomeSense and I saw this hour clock and they had small ones and they had medium ones and big ones. And I was like, I wonder how much time this like measures. And I thought, okay, well, I'm looking on the sticker, looking underneath. It doesn't say how much time it measures. So I'm like, okay, let me just, I'm going to, you know, put it in my cart and I'm going to walk around I look at my watch. I'm going to walk around winners and I'm going to try to, you know, just time it. How much time this, you know, hourglass times for me. So Tony comes and he meets me and I'm like, I love this one. It's rose gold. I love it. It's perfect for my office. And as we're walking out, I'm like, how much time do you think like this hourglass measures? And he's like, an hour. An hour. I was like, what? That's so funny. I heard it right at the beginning of the story. I was like, I know where this is going. That is so funny. But then it doesn't work anyway. So actually it's oh. actually 12 hours. 
It actually is. It's 24 hours a day, apparently. Totally. Um, yeah, so feeling the crunch. And plus the holiday season, I think, is coming upon people and they want it sooner rather than later. Do you know what I mean? Like they're just ready and, you know, I, you start to feel the holiday season. You start to feel the pressure of that. And then you combine that with the messy middle. And oh my goodness, next thing you don't have all the feels. And on top of that, before you move on, on top of that, it's the seasonal changes. I've oh. been feeling that specifically as well. Yes. The seasonal changes where you're kind of transitioning. We're in the moment in my area, at least, where all the leaves are changing mm -hmm. and, you know, the, the temperatures are changing and the things that we, that worked for us five minutes ago, don't work for us anymore. Yes. And I think that that's throwing everybody off. I know it's throwing me off, you know, um, where, where, you know, maybe you were so used to eating your like this for breakfast, this for lunch, this for dinner. And now your body's like, I don't want this anymore. And now what do I do? You know? And that's where I would really urge people to take a look at those, that seasonal change uh, post that's in the group, because just those small tweaks of really listening, you're already in tune with your body in such a great way, using yeah. those small tweaks, tweaks and thinking about the seasonal changes that are coming can really up your mood. It can up your motivation, all that stuff, just by giving your body what it needs. Yeah. Because even though we're downsizing and you're going to feel slightly unsatisfied, there can be a whole other level of feeling unsatisfied because you're not eating the kinds of foods that your body's looking for. Like in the, as you transition from summer into winter, you're going to look for those, those heavier carbs, the, the fatty meats, the soups, the stews, the chilies. And it's really important to give your body those things, you know, making sure you're adding in the protein, not that it's protein, 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 but making sure you're using quality proteins and adding good fats that feed into those satiety hormones. So even even though you're downsizing to feel slightly unsatisfied you're feeling more satisfied with the kinds of foods that you're eating definitely something to that absolutely plus your you know vitamin d levels are dropping because the days are darker and they're shorter and you're not getting that sun and that that kind of signals it's kind of time to like slow things down so you're trying to ramp things up and boost your metabolism as your body's kind of slowing things down that's where you might want to look into the vitamin d great conversation with dr paul today by the way love him oh my god so good but always, right? Always. I just feel like every single time it's something different, which is crazy. Another thing resonates. Like everything's just, it's so good. Yeah, I agree. And Dr. Paul's just, he's on top of it. Like he just knows the program so well that he totally ties it all back. Like just yeah. such a great conversation. Yeah. And I can't wait to have the next conversation, inflammation, hormones, we're going to talk about all of that. Okay. Let's talk uh, quickly. We have a few more minutes. Um, week seven. Like I can't even believe it's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> week seven. Week seven yeah. next week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I we have to say a lot of time left and there's a lot of weight. I'm not going to stop saying that right to the very end because things really ramp up as you go and gets easier as you go. So talk about expectations. That's where you should have them at the end of the program. But week seven is feeding the metabolism. So back to satisfaction for the first couple of days. And then the last few days, um, you know, splitting up your meals and snacks, which always makes people so angry. They always get so, so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. I, I can't do that. Like, what do you want me to do? And you're like, no, but it's okay. You can only do one or two. That's fine too. Yeah. I mean, it is. So there's a lot of people who don't know what we're talking about, or maybe haven't read, read through forward to the book, feeding the metabolism. You're going to do the first couple of days back to satisfaction. And then after that, literally, you're going to try to split uh, one or more meals as meals and snacks as yeah. you uh, as you move over into the weekend. Yeah. I struggled with feeding the metabolism. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, I, I did. I split everything I could. You know, but because I was working, I could only do certain things. But I, yeah. 
I never really stressed myself out over it because it was very clear that you don't have to do every single meal or snack. You can do one and that's already the tweak or you can do as many as you can. Right. So in my, in my work, like what I was doing at the time, I, um, in the morning I would split because I was home. So I would just split, like, you know, set my timer for a half an hour and split it fruit. I couldn't lunch. I couldn't. And then, and, and veg oftentimes I couldn't, but then I would do nuts and dinner. You know what I mean? And that made a difference. And week seven, I don't know if you know, but that's when I started losing. So this is one of my favorites. Right. And I think that it was really because of off the heels of downsizing as much as I was pushing myself with downsizing, I wasn't seeing results. And I'm like, the fuck is this downsizing? It's not doing anything, you know, but yeah. I think that it's the downsizing that actually, once we went back to, to satisfaction and then feeding the metabolism, I think that that downsizing tweak ended up coming in and, and getting me the results, like starting the results. And remember, like I didn't lose until that week, but I ended up losing a, a significant amount. Right. So if you're really, if like, you've done so much foundation work at this point, yes. so much foundation work, this is where you dig your heels in. These are these tweaks that you dig your heels in because you're going to see results by Christmas time. You're going to be kind of where you want. Like you're, it, it might not be perfect. It might not be exact. You might not lose, you know, the 100 pounds that you're wanting to lose, but you're going to make a real nice chunk on it. If you really start digging deep now. It's amazing how it adds up and your body's just transforming. So feeding the metabolism is where you're taking the same portions that you're going to be eating to satisfaction and splitting them in two. So it's another way to be even more in tune with those portions because you mindfully ask the, you know, ask the four questions and eat the first portion. And then you wait about 20 minutes, half hour before you eat the second portion. And most often than not, you're not even hungry for it. So it's just like, wow, you take the same portions that you needed the whole thing to eat to satisfaction, you split them up and you wait a bit of time before the body starts to process and digest that. And all of a sudden you realize you don't need it. And so it's just another way to, you know, get even more in tune to your portions. And also it's a way to make your body work hard for your food. When people hear that they have to eat even more often, they almost get angry because it's inconvenient. It's hard. It feels exhausting. I don't want to do it because it is, it's inconvenient and it's exhausting for your body and this is not normal but it's amazing what you can learn from it and then of course we're going to bring it back to satisfaction again and and feeding the metabolism feeding the metabolism tweak is i find works really well for people's bodies who don't connect in downsizing um because usually when your body's not connecting and downsizing it's off the heels of like feeling that need to store fats and it's actually the opposite giving it even more of what it needs that really gets that body to be like okay we you we keep getting more than what we need we don't need this fat like you know for weeks now i've been getting what i need like time to get rid of that fat because once your body kind of it's like that melting ice cube you know in that what progress really looks like post once your body like decides it's like it's go time then it's go time so downsizing doesn't snap it into go time feeding the metabolism will snap it into go time so i love it i love that it's something different yes and there is a physiological response there's a reason why you're asking people to you know split the portions physiologically yeah. What, what I think that I had a hard time connecting with the first time, cause I'm like a student, okay, I'm going to do all the things and this is what I'm going to do. But what I took for granted is, is learning about, about myself during the process. You know uh, what I mean? Like I learned, I, I lost the weight. I was there, but that's why I feel like I'm in such a mental game as I move forward, because for me, in my mind, just like any other diet, this is all like the fucked up diet mentality part of it, right? Yeah. Like every other diet, 
you do it and then you're supposed to lose. So you just, you're supposed to just do it. So you just do it. You eat cabbage soup for 400 days or whatever the fuck it is. Right. <laughs> and you, and you do it and you do it. And that's what you're supposed to do. So I always thought that this is what this was, but what I didn't really concentrate on, which I would urge anybody to really reflect if they are, is to learn on those tweaks, the actual mental part about yes. why, like, why is it that I'm full after the first portion? What happened? Like, why is it? Like, where is my satisfaction? Did I gauge it appropriately? How do I feel? How do I know that I'm satisfied? How do I know that I'm not satisfied, right? Yes. I feel like I missed out a lot on that, um, that first round. And I think that that ended up being like, I saw the results and then I expected the results to keep coming, but I had to still work on that mental portion of it, right? Yes, because it's like, it's it's when we say each week, we approach weight loss from a variety of different angles with each new tweak. We're kind of getting in there. We're shaking things up physically, what your body's used to. Also your brain mentally, you know? So for example, we take people who try not to eat for most of their lives, starve, deprive, whatever. And then we have them eating more often than they ever have. And now they're actually losing weight. So talk about mess with your mind, you know, like that's one of the things I love about it. It's going to kind of disrupt what you know and what you think your body needs. And in just it's in just kicking things up a notch and giving your body even more of what it needs. Because as we transition out of the messy middle, it becomes about supporting the body, the body getting to a place where it wants the fat just as much as you do. So it's not about taking things away. And I think so people are so many people are used to doing that. And I think that messes with them too. Because oh, yeah. now we're giving the body even more. Now, don't get us wrong. Eventually, we're going to phase you off the food plan. You're not going to continue having to eat so often. Like that is not normal. We recognize it's inconvenient. It is a means to an end. You learn so much. People go from hating that week and being like ah this is so inconvenient how do you expect me to do this i might as well quit now because i can't do all of it and we're like you can literally just do as much as you possibly can plus there's also maximizing and all the things that you can do and then by the time that second week rolls around they're like ah, this is my favorite way this is so but isn't that the same with downsizing isn't that the same with downsizing it's like oh, i can't do this this is too hard this is and then you go back and you're like oh shit i did that or like you know i'm gonna do it and it's just that, that's how it is, right? As we move forward, like there's so many realizations that you're so fucking pissed off at one thing, <laughs> but then on the, on the other end, like you're, you're gaining so much on the other end. So you really just need to be open to that learning. I think yeah. it's so important. Right. I just laughing because I, I, there's, I know on, on um, a lot of our, Inst like all of our followers, Libby losers on Instagram, when it comes to downsizing and they'll be like, but did you die? Yes. You know, yeah. downsizing. And I, I think about people who don't know the program and they must be terrified. <laughs> just reading that. But really it's about like, okay, like I kind of like freaked out and you know, it really wasn't that bad. And I'm at the end of the day, you're still eating all these nutrient rich foods all day long. You know? yeah. And you're probably eating more. Like I know David was, David didn't eat until the end of the day. You know what I mean? So he didn't eat all day because he was busy. And, and me too. Like when I was working in Emerge, I mean, there was times that you didn't get a lunch, yes. you barely got a pee break. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was a lot of hours that went by that didn't, that you didn't eat. So it, there is, there, there is going to be feels with all of it. Like we're yeah. all kind of dealing with that. Right. And it's yeah. true. Push yourself because you won't, the only thing you're going to get is your results faster or like not even faster, but like more you'll you'll learn more and you'll get you there more. you'll get there quicker i feel like yeah you know? because what we're doing is disrupting things physically and mentally and then which is going to help the body rewire 
you know what I mean? Your body physically and rewire your brain mentally. So kind of getting in there and disrupting things and just creating chaos is like the quickest way to have it land right back, right where it needs to be, you know, as opposed to yeah. what you were used to and how your brain was wired and how your body came to function and all those things. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thanks. So we got to let Chantal in here. Let's, uh, yeah. I don't have my glasses on. So let's, but so, oh, 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 <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I, uh, oh, yeah, I, uh, so I'm in. I know. She's coming in. Yeah, but it's true. If you are feeling uncomfortable, there's a reason for it and and uh, embrace it. Embrace yeah. it as best as you can. That would be the best advice for that, for sure. Be uncomfortable because this is the whole point. We're changing, right? Yeah, we're, we're it's a fun, I change. love this part in the program. It, it seems very proactive. There's a lot for you to do that lots of changes are coming. Hello, hello. Hi. 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 Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we yeah. hear you great. Oh, okay, awesome. Chantel, everyone, um, welcome, welcome, Hello, welcome. Everyone. We're excited to have you. How are you feeling? Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Embrace the nerves. Change is good. Step outside of your comfort zone. It's all about being uncomfortable. It's all- <laughs> I actually um, wrote that down. I, you're going to ask me about tips. So I'm going to tell you now. I said change happens when you step out of your comfort zone because you guys were talking about it. And it's true. If you stay in your comfort zone forever you won't grow you won't change you'll just become complacent so yeah I love that and I I love learning and changing and growing even though it feels like I'm always being challenged and I'm always uncomfortable but you know I honestly wouldn't have it any other way Okay, so let's welcome Chantelle. Chantelle is one of our program specialists, but more than that, you've been successful on the program and plan. And of course you have a story. And the big part of like highlighting other people is to hear from other people, obviously other than myself. So let's, um, let's take it back to how you heard about the program and when you started your first program and just kind of go from there. Take us back to the beginning. Okay, sure. So I first heard about your program from my sister-in-law. She and my mother-in-law were on your program. And I was um, struggling with gaining back my weight that I lost for my wedding. Mm. And she said, no, like I'm doing this program. She's like, it's unlike any program I've done before. And the weight's just melting off of me. And I said, okay, share it with me and I'll sign up. And this was the winter of 2021, I think. And of yeah. course, you can't join right away. So I paid and I it was like, oh, I'll just wait for April. And it, it took so long for April to come. I was like, okay, it's going to come. Just hang in there. Yeah. In the meantime, I was continuing to go to the gym and and eat um, 
whatever I felt, I guess, you know, like keto-ish. Um, yeah. And then started in April of 2021. And the very first day you went live and I said, I don't know who this lady is, but her vibe is it's crazy. Like, I love it. I'm like, I feel like I just found like the place that I needed to be. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was like, Anna, I followed everything you said. I'm also like, I want to get everything right. So it's like, whatever she says, mm -hmm. you just do it. So I would just yeah. do it. And the weight would trickle slowly, a few ounces, a few ounces. And I was like, okay, like, you know what, it's whatever. I'm used to seeing big drops because I would do keto. And through your pro program, I learned about the burn, the fat and all that stuff. Anyways. Yeah. Um, and went on to lose about 20 pounds at, by the end of the group. Wow. And it wasn't just 20 pounds though. It was like, I went up to the boat. So from one summer to the next, I went back to the boat and someone had approached me and said, oh my goodness, like you look like you've lost a ton of weight. And I kept remembering your butter reference and you're losing yeah. the weight in layers. And I turned to my husband, and I said, is he crazy? I only lost 20 pounds, Yeah. but they're, they keep approaching me. Like I've lost all this weight. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks. It felt so good. Right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like, I guess it is the layers, but you don't see it. Yeah. You see yourself every day. Even when you look in the mirror, it's, it's hard to see those changes when they happen so quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so then I, I was already in love. I was already hooked. Summer came and I followed the program as much as I could, but then we, we took a lot of vacation. So nice. I listened to you say, you know, there's nothing like sometimes vacations are good. They shake things up. They get the scale moving, came back, didn't gain any weight. I thought, Awesome. Uh, so now we roll into September. So I'm ready. And September comes and I'm doing great. And all of a sudden I get slapped with some crazy health issues. Mm. Um, unexpected. I, I really didn't know what was, what was happening to me at that point. But I continued with the program. Uh, the weight loss kind of slowed down. And at that point, I, I thought maybe I was doing something wrong. Like I couldn't really wrap my head around everything that was happening yeah. at that moment. Um, and I finished the group, maybe an additional 10 pounds. So by now I'm probably down 40 pounds on my, on my scale and I look great. And aside from being sick, I'm feeling pretty fantastic. Like if I would drink too much or eat too much, I feel like crap the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, it's totally not worth it right now. Like with everything going on, I was like, just forget it. Let's continue on. And then, so we get into Christmas. Christmas is fine. I'm not really like a big indulger at, ho at holidays. I don't eat meat. So I find a lot of the things my family prepares, I can't eat anyways. Mm -hmm. um, but then we get mm -hmm. into January. And uh, my health, sorry, continued to decline. And I, oh, wow, I didn't think I was going to get emotional. Girl, you know how we do things around here? We're not crying. Come on now. But yeah, um, sorry. So you're, 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 so let, let's take it back a little bit and give you a let's minute. Do that. Yes. <laughs> Let, let's take it back a little bit. And a couple of things I want to talk about, because, you know, obviously you, you've gone through a pretty emotional experience um, as, you know, I, there's no need to go into, you know, why and you know, as you know, last, last group, I was really sick and I had my issues and, you know, it's just when you're used to showing up and doing all the things and, you know, it got to a bit of a scary situation and, 
it was, you know, it was tough. And I still have kind of PTSD about it. And I still have a lot of feels about it. And, you know, I talk about it every now and then, but, you know, being sick is like no joke, especially in the current environment. And as you get older, but I, you know, obviously you were feeling way. So I want to, I want to tune into kind of like how you kind of were feeling in the sense of just knowing something off. But before that, let's rewind to how you lost the weight for your wedding. And the difference between that program that you did or whatever you did with doing this one, because you said something in the beginning about, you know, you're used to you losing a lot in the beginning. And I think there's a lot of people here who are used to losing a lot in the beginning and who are struggling with the fact that they're not. So, so you've done keto, you've been successful, obviously in the past, um, when you lost weight for your wedding, like, did you have a weight issue before? What's your history with dieting? Like, what's your story there? I've been Um, I was athletic in high school, so I slimmed down, but still yeah. chubbier than um, my friends and things like that. And I'm tall and almost five foot nine. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. uh, but my parents would tell me that, oh, you're just big boned. It runs in the family. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you run with that, right? Although yeah. I have to be telling you, my bones are really tiny. <laughs> so I was like, I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense. I got skinny wrists and skinny ankles. But okay, I'm big boned. Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, so I, I've tried on and off to lose weight. I had my daughter, she's 22. So 22 years ago. And that's when I became like, I guess, like really overweight. Um, at 18 pregnant, I ate like chicken McNuggets and vanilla milkshakes every day for lunch. Mm -hmm. Also, I didn't know how to be healthy at 18 and pregnant. Like, let's yeah. be honest. I was just trying to keep my head above water. Yeah. Um, and then at 18 I was like 200 pounds 240 pounds and I was like oh wow like didn't click in at that but I was realizing I couldn't fit into regular sized stores anymore like I had to go to like normally it was a sushi shares at the 13 but now I had to go to like the additionals and like if you've ever had to wear clothing from a plus size store there's no shape yeah but trying to be in fashion but everything nothing fits properly it's boxy oh, yeah. etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah um so then I I started to go to the gym and just try to work out and, um, you know, do a lot of those burn the fat diets. I did Bernstein where I had to get those injections all the time and you eat literally nothing like a tin of tuna and a tomato. And that's like your lunch. Yeah. Um, I, then I went to LA, LA weight loss. I think it was tried nonetheless, like it was yo-yoing mm -hmm. for a good amount of time. And then in 2000 and, uh, 2012, I met a coworker and we decided uh, she was really into fitness. She would bring me to good life with her and I would follow along and do what she did. And then I started to do keto and then the weight started to go down, but I was doing vegan keto because I didn't eat meat at, the, yeah. at that time or any animal products. Um, and then I um, got into a pretty, I had, I was, I was in a really stressful situation and decided to, to leave my husband, my ex-husband, mm -hmm. um, so that I put on some of that weight, just going through that situation and I'll change. And then I met my current husband and now it's 2016 and we're getting married. So here I go back to good life. I get my trainer, I'm on my vegan keto. And in a matter of five or six months, I lose like 50, 60 pounds. Wow. I'm in the gym twice a day. Like I, I was so wow. committed, like it was, 
it was kind of ridiculous, but I was like, I just want to get this weight off. I want to look my best and feel my best on my wedding day. I am marrying my Mr. Perfect. Like, let's just go. Yeah. So then we go and everything, you know, came November 17th. I looked my best. I felt my best. I was like, you know, I was on a different cloud. And then I don't even say COVID came, but then I think there's that state. They say, when you get happy, you gain weight. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of happened. You know, after the wedding, it's like, oh, well, you you hit your goal. You lost your weight. You looked your, your best. Let's just decide to go on vacations and eat and drink and do whatever we want. And then I won't go to the gym two times a day. I'll go once a day. Then I won't go every day. I'll go five days. Then I'll go three days. And then I stop going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, the weight comes back on. But then now we hit COVID. Mm. And I don't know if you ladies know uh, this wine, Bodacious. Yeah. It's, it's cheap wine. comes in this giant bottle. Back in the day when I had no taste in wine. <laughs> My husband and I started drinking one of those a day. We would share it. And then one of those a day shared became one of those a day each. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I, I went on the scale. No, I think I tried something on. And I said, oh, I never used to be so snug. And I got on the scale and I said, we have a problem. Yeah, yeah. Everything I lost, all my hard work, I went, I just gained everything back and some. Oh, like every time you hear it and you feel it, doesn't it just like, it's that feeling of just like, ah, oh, like I had it. And it's just like, ah, oh. and isn't it just like, also like the blame of that like so deep you know like oh yeah oh oh yeah I got comfortable and this is me I was happy so then I gained weight no it was fucking keto that was the problem like it was the problem was you were gonna gain it whether you were happy or you were sad that's what makes me so sad and that's I know you're feeling that too yeah even the wine you know it's not the wine you know and even if you're it's not, you know what I mean? It's not the wine. And I don't know. I got it. I got into that situation where I was drinking like a bottle of night of wine, you know? And uh, I know that feeling on top of just like that feeling and those feelings in combination are just, ugh. so, okay. So then, so, so that is when you're at that situation with that's when you're, you're sorry, your was it your sister-in-law, sister-in-law who's like, here's this program. Yeah. And so when you didn't lose in a way that you did before were like, how'd you deal with that? I was okay because I had listened to Lee's story at the time. I mm-hmm. think when I started, it was just Lee and Christina were in the group and, and Andrew who's not here now, but um, it was a small group of women and yeah. Lee's story stuck out to me the most. And every time I would think like, okay, you know, it's not working, whatever. I'm like, okay, well, Lee. Lee. seven seven weeks in she doesn't lose a pound and then goes on to lose 40 plus pounds at the back end of the program I yeah. said okay so let's just stick to it let's just do it like at this point I had nothing to lose I paid whatever the fee was it was minimal compared to all the other things that are out in like in the diet industry that you could pay for and we didn't have a book we just had the just the Facebook online and I would just read the information and review it and review it and I said let's just listen to what she has to say yeah like if, if Joanne, can, my sister's name is Joanne, I said, Joanne can do it. I can do it. I'll just stick to it. So let's just do it. So I just stuck to it. Love it. What was your favorite week? Downsizing the first yeah? week, week four. Week four yeah. Oh, 
wow. Yes. Because week four, I ended up losing about five pounds just that week. And I, I understand that it wasn't that week. It was all the yeah. things I did up to week four yeah. um, that got me to that, that drop. Yeah. But that was the biggest drop I, I saw over the whole three months. And I was like, oh, wow. yeah, this is so I thought, let's just, you know, when week six, I thought came again. I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose five pounds again. No. It didn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And what was your, what's your least favorite week? Uh, seven. <laughs> seven and eight. How That's come? feeding the metabolism. I know. Like... We're, we're gonna. So let's talk about that because we're about, and we're gonna get back to your story. But let's talk about that. Like, why were they your least favorite weeks? Because, like, hey, we're all here to have real conversations, and we're about to start next week seven next week. So, why wasn't it your favorite week? I think because like Monday through Thursday, or even Friday, you're sitting at your desk because I joined during the pandemic, and you're working, so you have more of a routine. And this happens with everyone on weekends. But now when the routine requires you to split up your meals, but you're not going to be home or you're out of your routine. And it's like, well, how do I, you know, go to groceries, take my kid here, go do this, but I've got to like eat now. And then 20 minutes later, I got to eat again. It's like, well, I can't like, I can't juggle all of this. So it became very frustrating for me. Yeah. Um, and I, again, at that point, I wanted to be perfect. Okay? Yes. I have to follow and do all the things that she yes. says to do. Yes. And I got to split up all my meals and snacks because I need to maximize. Yes. So I just, I put too much pressure on myself essentially. Yeah. That's part of the point of it is recognizing like, it's almost like, I mean, if you got the time to split up all your meals and snacks, like go for it. But I think for this is, this is the week where it gets people who, you know, you have to be aware of having to prioritize yourself. Like that can be really annoying when you have all these other things to do. Plus you want to do all the things and do it perfectly. And this is where progress over perfection really gets you because sometimes you just can't, like, again, it's dealing with issues and associations and this need to do things perfectly and you know and especially that you a type personality people you're the worst you're great when you do all the things but man make it difficult so you can't do all the things and you're just like in a whole mood about it i love it don't you see and feel how that like brings it all up i love that <laughs> okay so so how did you get over that what'd you do i just tried my best to be honest and then in the next group, I thought, listen, if I can split up one meal, one snack at most, I did my best. So breakfast was always easy to split because on Saturdays, like in the weekend, you usually have breakfast at home. So that was easy. Fruit snack was easy because I hadn't left the house yet. Lunch, yeah. I was like, well, we're going to eat it when we eat it. And if we got to eat the whole thing, we got to eat the whole thing. Yeah. And then the snacks in the afternoon, same, because half the time I'd be in the car on the road, just like shoving something, a few token amounts in my, my mouth, trying to get my carrots in or my cashews in. Yeah. And then dinner, most of the time, dinners, we don't eat at home on the weekends. Mm. So I wasn't going to be in a restaurant and be like, I'll eat this now. And then in 30 minutes, I'll, I'll eat the other half. I was like, mm. everyone's going to yeah. look at me like, what are you doing? Just eat. Yeah. Just eat. But don't you find though, in knowing that you are to split up the meals and snacks, and when you can't, you're almost even more in tune about those portions, yes. you know? Yes. 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 And it gets to the point where you're out eating and someone's like, well, you're, you're done. You're not going to eat anymore. And I was like, and always in my head, I'm like, yeah, the, the, what I ate, like, doesn't matter what it looked like. It matters how it feels to me. Yes. I'm feeling like I had enough and I'm going to take it home. And if I want it later, I'll eat it later. Like tomorrow there's another day, but in the moment I'm not hungry anymore. Like I'm good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm conscious of time and going back to your story. So obviously you're on our team. Um, you're now helping other people in their weight loss journey. Like how has that been for you as opposed to being a member and on your journey? How is it being on the other side of that, helping other people in their journeys? The best job in the world, honestly, hands down. Um, it's the most rewarding job I've ever had. Um, and even though I struggle with where I'm at now, I'm just going, just coming back, trying to like get all in. Helping people, I don't know, like there's, I'll send, someone will, a, a member will make a comment and then I'll reply. And then they'll reply saying something like, I was about to jump off the ledge and your message saved me. And I turn to my husband all the time with tears in my eyes. And I'm like, this is why I do this job. Yeah. Because I know it's hard. It is frustrating to lose weight. It is frustrating when the scale doesn't move. I get it. I know it. I've been there. I live it. Yeah. But it's just when they feel like they just don't have hope anymore and you're able to just bring them back in, there's no better feeling than that. Yeah. And also the opposite is the celebrating the successes when they're so excited and they get there and they just want to tell you how great they did. You feel so good, right? Like just knowing that, oh, like this member has crushed it. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. And I think it's a big part of like, we all know what that feels like and we all want it so bad. And, you know, you, you get to see people who are struggling in the beginning you've been with us for a while and those people are like, oh, I'm not sure if they're going to make it. And then, you know, you're there and you see the questions they're asking along the way and you see their struggles and boom, at the end, they hit you up with the like, oh my goodness, like what I've done. And I'm so proud. And then, you know, that carries over. And it's always sad when we see people are like, this is going to be my last group. It's time for me to go. And I'm like, no, you can't go. But at the same time, we're so happy to see them go. Okay. So let's revisit. Are you ready for this conversation? So you did a couple groups. Um, you did great. You were down about 40 pounds. You started started to notice your health feeling off. I want to talk about that because I think when people sign up for a health, like a health and wellness program and to lose weight and they think that they're, they're, you know, they're going to feel amazing and great. And obviously you were doing all the things, but did you also kind of notice, like, you know, like notice something was a little off, like, and then also like, kind of like what's wrong with me or do you know, like what was kind of like that sense that you were showing up every day because there are people who you know may not be seeing things on the scale we're always like go check with your doctors like you never know and we've actually had people reach out and be like thank goodness someone on your team told me to go see my doctor because I ended up having this or I ended up having that or you know I was one day away from this or we've had people had to have like life-saving surgeries where they literally emailed us and said like my doctor told me if I hadn't lost such weight before this happened, I might not be here today. Or if I hadn't checked in with them, you know, when I did, I may not be here today. Like, I mean, this, these are things that actually happen. So, you know, can you just talk a little bit about that? For sure. Um, what I, what I had gone through was there was clear something wasn't right. My body wasn't functioning the way it was. There was physical signs. So I knew something was off. I immediately met with my doctor's my family doctor who put me in touch with a specialist um so and they were trying to try to understand what what's why is happening to me like what yeah. caused it because they're not they up to up to now they're not certain why I went through what I went through um so that's how I knew and I got like I went to my doctor sent me to a specialist who this specialist was kind of just like deflecting the issue 
Mm. And I was like, no, this is not normal. And, and, you know, maybe you don't, you can't understand. So I went back to my doctor, my family doctor and said, I need another opinion. Mm. I said, because I know something is not normal. I know yeah. that something is wrong. So, and then she sent me to a different specialist who was like, okay, yeah, this is not normal. We need to get you in for surgery, like right away. Wow. Um, Cause you shouldn't be experiencing this. So I knew, right. Yeah. Um, if you, and I would say this to anyone, like if you go with your gut, if you feel like something is wrong and you go to your doctor and your doctor says, no, no, it's okay. It's, it's, you know, it's fine, but you feel it in your gut that it's not go get a second opinion. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, your body better than anybody else does. And by doing this program, you are in so tune, so in tune with your body that when something is off, it's like in a beep, beep, beep alarm clock, like, hello, it's there. It's in your face. You can't ignore it. Yeah. I think so many people the the feeling I'm getting is like, well, I'm not healthy and I'm overweight and I know the things that I've done. And do you know what I mean? Like you're not almost owning that. Like you really do know what's going on with your body. You know, there's that. And, and also when you have those conversations, sometimes with doctors and I, I'm not just seeing them at all, but you don't really feel like that advocate for your health. You feel like, oh, okay, well, they must know what they're talking about. And maybe I'm just out of shape or maybe it's, you know, I'm not the healthiest person in the world. So, you know, I love the fact that you were in tune enough to know that there was something off and then also to follow through and be like, oh, whoever asked for a second opinion, like really. Not not many people, but you know what, when you know that something's going on, I go, I'm with Chantel. Like there is, there is times where even in the emergency department, a mom brings in her child and she's like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And every time blood work looks good. Everything looks good. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Just to find out. And then, you know, the last doctor who sees them is like, okay, you know what, I'm going to take this seriously. And I'm going to, I'm going to refer you to a specialist. And then they find out something massive is wrong. This is a story that is it happens often, I'm going to say, you know, because we all think that, you know, you know, doctors are humans, nurses are humans, and yeah. we all, you know, as much as, you know, we're doing all the things and doing what we're supposed to do and following the protocols, sometimes we, we have a hard time looking outside of the box, especially if it's not fitting into A, B, and C, right? Um, so it is, it's, it happens often, but yeah, push yourself because then you, you could have, something totally different could have happened, right? If you didn't look for that opinion, right? And, and yeah. you being so in tune with your body because of the program, I think that that even created another layer because you can't sit there and say to the doctor, like, oh, I'm not doing anything for my health and wellness. No, yes. I actually kicked ass in my health and wellness. So I know something's wrong, even though I'm at the healthiest I've ever been. So you got to listen to me, which I, I love that. I am such a massive believer in, in in advocating for your health. So I love that so much, honestly. Ooh, okay. So where are you at now? So obviously, you know, you've been dealing with some massive, you know, health and wellness issues. Um, you, where are you at in your journey now? Where are you at? I'm gained about half of that weight back. Um, in the January group, I was, I didn't really follow. I focused mostly on just trying to stay alive, uh, yeah. to be very honest with you. And then I had a surgery at the end of April, at the end of April. And then I got complications from that surgery. So I was trying to follow along, but I'm still on tons of medication. Um, long story short, in at the end of August this year, I got a clean bill of health. 
Mm -hmm. I went through uh, some more tests and et cetera, et cetera. My two specialists called me back. So I had to have be referred to another specialist with my other complications that came after surgery. And they said, you're good to go. You can go back to living life like none of this had happened. Wow. I said, okay, that's awesome. So no more medication, nothing. They're like, no. I'm like, great. So I know the group is coming. Uh, September is coming. And I said to my husband, I said, I am going to crush this. Just watch. We are going into week six or we're in week six. I can tell you, I have not lost a pound. Mm -hmm. Not a pound. I have followed. I have maximized. I've taken supplements. And I'm like, what the heck is wrong? Like my body, like my doctor said, I'm good. My body should be clicking in that I'm good. Then I talked with Kim, uh, another program specialist, we're out for dinner. And she said, just because your doctor said you're good doesn't mean your body's done healing. Mm. And I said, yeah. what? She's like, you have to remember that you've just gone through 16 months of your body trying to keep you alive to focus on making you better, to get you better. She's like, now that it's done dealing with that, it has to like focus on other things. It still has to heal behind the scenes before it can start to focus on fat loss. And I didn't think of that because I was like, no, I, I lose weight easy. Like, come on, this is like, I'm done. I'm good. I'm, I'm back to normal. You know but how then, to do this. You got this. What's the problem? So um, frustrated at times. At times I don't step on, I have to be honest, I don't step on the scale every day because it, the number doesn't change. And I said, yo, screw this. Like, I, I won't give up because I'm not going to fester in my funk and I'm not going to allow um, myself to continue to go backwards. It's not an option. Like, I just, I want to get healthy. I want to lose this weight finally forever. And I want to be at Disney. So I'm just going to keep going. But the one thing that I did do was schedule an appointment with a naturopath. Mm. Um, I didn't do it before because I was like with the doctors and everything. I was like, I don't want to see someone else at this moment. Like I, I'm yeah. at capacity. You've so on November 7th, I will be going to see a naturopath. Um, and you know, we'll see if, you know, if everything on the inside is functioning the way it should be, um, I'm doing all the things. So I guess I just need some more time. You know, I think it's kind of like a massive major version of someone just being sick. And I think a lot of times people get sick and, you know, they're like mentally ready. They're like, okay, I'm ready. It's time. I want to get back at it. Like, come on now. And meanwhile, their body is like, are, are you for real? Like, sit your ass down, please. Like you are far from ready. <laughs> like, you know, once you had that aha moment with Kim, did you actually like, did you physically sense that? Like you, you sound like you're up in your head. Like, what am I doing wrong? I know what to do. I'm maximizing. I'm doing all the things, whatever. Did you have that moment where you're physically like, oh yeah, like it makes sense where you're at. Like, did you kind of meet yourself where you're at, you know? Yeah. But I didn't think of it like that until after. And then I came home and I talked to my husband and I thought, you know what? Like, she's right. Like I just went through hell. Yeah. like legit hell like there were times when like you know I wasn't gonna make it they thought the, the doctors thought and I thought my body it's traumatized yeah like it, it just needs some time to to be reassured that we're okay that yeah. it doesn't need to continue to fight so hard anymore like you know we're gonna be good we're gonna like you know me and my body we're gonna work together and we're gonna live long like we're gonna be healthy and we're gonna do it but I didn't think of that. And I just assumed the doctor was like, you have a clean bill of health, go live your life. And I'm like, Hey, let's go. <laughs> 
Well, I would imagine um, to your point of how emotional that you got earlier in our conversations when we had to start this conversation, there's a lot to work through and reconcile. Like talk about life smacking you in the face, but I think that's like, you know, you don't have a, a moment where you're so sick and you almost die and that and that doesn't change you. Oh yeah. I have this fucking attitude to <laughs> going forward. Like life is short and I've lived my whole life trying to please people, trying to fit in a bubble, try to, you know, feel away because I'm chubby. Screw yeah. everybody, screw everything. Like I'm gonna love my body the way it is now. I'm gonna love my body when I get to my final and forever. And if you can't accept me now and want to accept me then, too late. Yeah. Like, I don't like, there's so much now. I'm just like, it's such small and frivolous things. I just don't care anymore. I, I'm just going to live. Mm. What about your why? We have to go. But what about your why compared to then versus your now why? Your why now? Have you given any thought? Is it the same why? Is it just? No, my why before was completely physical was completely like I it, I yeah it was it was surface like it was like I just want to look good on the beach I want to like you know like you know resemble some of these Instagram models like you know that's my why like that's <laughs> come on guys that that's not a why yeah like let's be honest that's not a why my head was not in the right spot at that time but now it's just you know I, I envision myself like being here for my daughter if she chooses to have children living a long life with my husband being healthy like you know just just living a different lifestyle like my why doesn't have an end look per se mm. like it's not me looking a certain way when I get there it's me feeling a certain way Woo! I love that it doesn't have an end look it's an end feeling oh my goodness I don't want this conversation to end um, you've got to give, I know you've already been so inspirational and given so much of yourself and your story, but what are some tips that you, what, like, if I could say, give a couple tips to our members, things that you want them to know moving forward from this point, what would they be? You've already, you've done half of the program. You've done the hard work. The rest is easy. So if you've made it this far, just continue to stick through. You're going to get there. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing is don't stress it. Like I've had to learn it's progress over perfection, 100%. Yeah. Like do what you can when you can. And if you happen to skip a beat, skip a meal, miss a day, it's okay. You haven't thrown, you haven't done anything wrong. You haven't thrown the whole past six weeks away. Just go back, pick up and continue along. You're good. Amazing. Anna, final words of wisdom to our members who from where they're at right now. I, I agree with Chantel. I think that we're halfway through. This is where the magic happens. I say that often, right? Like this is where like, we're really starting to concentrate. You've built this amazing foundation, whether you were perfect or whether you weren't perfect, you've built the foundation and you need to believe that in yourself on that. Right. Um, as you move forward, dig deep, keep an eye on those maximizing that maximizing post, keep bringing it up, you know, print it out, keep it on your desk, you know, keep revisiting that and keep uh, double downing on those four, uh, those four mindfulness questions. That's what's going to get you to where you need to be. But really, honestly, dig deep. This is the fun part. This is the part where you're really going to start seeing stuff like take it from me who really didn't see any results until and then even when I did see results, I didn't see a physical change, you know, I, I kept going because and now where I'm now I'm kind of where I want to be, you know, and you can get there. Everybody can get there. It's just you need to 
You need to do the work. You need to do the learning and you need to do the reflecting and just dig deep, dig deep. Yeah. Chantel, after everything you've been through, are you hundred percent confident you're going to get there? Oh yeah. Yeah. And now more than ever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I bet. I'm like, I knew that was going to be the answer, but I think it's important for people to hear it after been what you after what you've been through and where you're at, you know, and what you want to accomplish. I think that people need to hear it in a way that it resonates, you know, like to really hear someone say it with conviction. I love Nothing it. Nothing is stopping me. So let's go. Let's get this done. Well, listen, I, I know how to reach out to you. I know how to find you. I definitely would love to revisit that conversation, um, at this whole conversation at another time, you know, and see where you're at and what you're working through. In the meantime, um, Chantel's around the group. She's in there. She's helping to support everyone on their journey as we all are. Um, the whole point of these conversations is to have real conversations. And we're hoping that there's tidbits and takeaways, um, you know, and stories that are going to resonate. So thanks to everyone who joined us today. Um, Chantel, thank you for being so gracious in sharing your story as always Anna thanks for your insights on where everyone's at in the program have an amazing day everyone remember that um, if you want to watch this segment again we're going to repost in the guides it will also be available as a podcast over on our way in with Gina's podcast thanks everyone have a good night bye thanks so much thanks Chantel you're welcome mom deserves better than a drugstore card this Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com